Welcome to the Moving Up Podcast. I'm your host, Christy Wilson, CEO of the Wilson Group Real Estate Services, and my passion is creating success in people by sharing my experiences in real estate, entrepreneurship, and community involvement. My partner, Heather Warmbrod, and I will be hearing from expert leaders in these spaces and giving you practical advice to help you accelerate your business. So pull up a seat because we are about to have a lot of fun. It's time for you to move up. Hi, everybody. Welcome. We have an exciting, exciting episode for you today, I think. One of our sponsors, our amazing sponsor, is Studio Bank. I bank at Studio Bank. I'm on the advisory board at Studio Bank. Heather Banks at Studio Bank, and how appropriate to have with us today one of Studio's awesome female executives, April Britt. Hey, yeah, excited welcome. to be here. Thank you. Yay. Excited to be here. So we've got a ton of questions because we want to get to know not only your bank better, which we feel like we know, but to know you better and yeah. what all you do at the bank. Awesome. So we'll start. What is your role at the bank, April? Well, I think as with all startups, we wear lots of hats when you're in a leadership role. So when we started originally a few years ago, my I was leader over retail, marketing, HR. And just in the last year, that's expanded to now include IT operations and facilities. Oh, my God. So like I said, a lot of hats. <laughs> I know. <laughs> and you are right. I mean, anything in a startup, sometimes I'll just pull in the parking lot. Not that I'm a startup, but... There's trash in the parking lot, and I'm going. You got to do it's it. It's not going to get picked up by itself. That's right. So you just got to pick up the trash. Yep. You yep. know, so it's all good. So tell us, give us a little brief history on Studio Bank. Been around for four and a half years. We were founded 2018 officially. Founding team came from a previous bank in town that was acquired. And, you know, at that time, we sat down and with each other and just started questioning what, what you know, and imagining what could a another bank look like in, in town, local, creative, and basically it took about a year and a half to put the strategy together and uh, form up what, what today is Studio Bank. So Gotcha. And before I forget, thank you for sponsoring the Moving Up podcast. Oh, yes. We so appreciate we it. This. It's just, y'all have been with us since the beginning and it's been great for us and hope it's been yeah. equally as good for you guys. Absolutely. Awesome. Love it. So I know you have a lot of roles, as you just mentioned, <laughs> but one of my favorite things that you do is the Women's Collective yep. at Studio. Can you talk a little bit about that? How is that your brainchild and what it is? It was my brainchild. Awesome. Well, <laughs> of course yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, you know, as, I'll start kind of from a bigger perspective. We see the bank in general as kind of a unique nexus point for bringing people of all walks of life together, different industries, different backgrounds, et cetera. So when we thought about studio, one of the things we, we said, what could be different is how do we bring people together? And so that was through events and community engagement. And, you know, there's various ways we can do that. And one of my ideas was, how can we do that f- just for women specifically? And so in 2019, got together with several of our women board members, women investors, and, you know, we got out the wine. <laughs> 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 you know, that's all you can bet your best that's ideas, a, right? It's a great, uh, uh, 
glue that yes. holds us yeah. all together. <laughs> but we, 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 we opened some wine um, and sort of just brainstormed on how can we serve women in Nashville and surrounding through Studio Bank and doesn't have to all be financial, but you know, it could be, that's a, that's an easy way for us to support women, but, and what else? And a lot of it came down to connections and networking and leadership opportunities, just peer learning. And so we created what was to be Studio Women's Collective. Well, that was 19. We all know what happened in early 2020 when we were trying to launch the Studio Women's Collective. So that got put on hold a little bit. And probably about summer 2020, um, as I was talking to a lot of different women in town that you know were running businesses, it was starting to become more and more evident that women didn't know what to do. I mean, I mean, a lot of us didn't, right? We were trying to navigate this pandemic. But specifically, how do you connect with people now, right? And that was a little bit before Zoom became, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, what's Quite now, every day. <laughs> right. Now it's part of our life every day. And so, you know, talked to Becca, our VP of marketing, and said, why not now? Why, why shouldn't we just try to launch the Studio of Women's Collective right here in the middle of the pandemic? And we, you know, we had to go learn Zoom. We had to, you know, all the, the, the challenges that everybody else is having. But we started with Sherry Deutschman and her book, Lunch with Lucy, and and created kind of a book club was our first event. We had 100 women sign up for that mm-hmm. event. And that's when I knew, okay, women need a place to connect. And this can be one of those, those you know, places. And so we started doing events every month during the pandemic, and we were having upwards of 50 to 100 women sign up every single time. And the Women's Collective went from that small group of women over wine in 2019 to now has over 700 women. Oh, Um, my God. I know. I had no idea. I I know. It still blows my mind when I say 700 women. That's (laughs) impressive. Yeah. And that's not from any sort of marketing ploy. It it, it really started with that small group of women. And every time we would have, uh, you know, a registration for an event, at the bottom of the registration form, it would just say, who else do you think needs to come? Mm -hmm. You know, invite your friends. And so there were most people that were were signing up were inviting four or five other women and so it just expanded um in that way and just very organically so i i had no idea that there were that many yeah women yeah and you know when you have that many women you've got some that are really engaged some that are partially engaged you've got some that tell me hey i haven't been able to be you know come to an event recently but i love reading your emails every month and just the the connection of that mm-hmm. i think they enjoy and so i tell people be as involved as you you want to be it's really this is your community that we're yeah. building and you don't have to be a studio bank client so it's open to anyone in, in town and um and even yesterday i was having a, a call with someone who's part of the women's collective and she said hey i know this business owner that's moving to town and i want her connected with you and your women's collective and so i hope that's what's happening is that women see this as a community in nashville that they say hey if you're new to town or starting a business or you're in business you need to be a part of this because that's where that's where everybody is right right and one of the cool connecting points of the women's collective is you bring business female business owners who are the speaker Right. So when we were doing the Zoom, are we still all Zoom? Uh, we've been doing some in-person stuff. I mean, I want to do as much in-person as possible right. now. I'm, I'm, I'm ready. Yeah, <laughs> we all are. I want to be, I want to be around yeah. actual people. But yeah, we open it up to business owners that, that can be the speaker. Um, you know, we the probably within the collective, I would say the majority are business owners. And then some are leaders within a business, maybe mm-hmm. that they don't own, but they're you know, business leaders in right. town too. So that's kind of the mix of, of the... 
the collective. Right. So when it was a Zoom based, the speaker would speak or there was a panel yep. that mm-hmm. April would typically moderate yeah. mm-hmm. and then questions and answers. So it was a great way to understand what industry people were in, what if yep. it was a new startup or whatever. It was super educational yeah. and fun. Yeah. Yeah. And then we were trying to also make Zoom as fun as possible. Yeah. <laughs> and also as engaging. And so instead of just having one woman that we'd focus on from a speaker perspective, we also tried to pick three four or five other women business owners in town that we could support through buying their products. Mm -hmm. So we put together a box and every month through the virtual events, we would send out a box of those women owned products that were here from, you know, local business owners. Uh, We would mail those to the first 35 or 40 women that would register for the event. Um, They would get the box of products. And so, um, you know, some people thought, Oh, that's really great. The business owners are providing those products. Like, Nope, no, no. We didn't ask them to give it for free. We purchased studio bank actually purchased those products. Cause again, what a better opportunity for us to support women than to actually buy their products to turn around and give to right. our collective. So right. I didn't know that um, either. Yeah. We actually purchased the products ourselves. So well, very cool. Yeah. Very cool. Well, that, that is all good stuff. So how would you choose the women? Oh, it's so hard. <laughs> there's so many, there's so many good ones. Well, and there is a not, there's just a continual list that, that we're constantly pulling from, but usually Becca and I sit down and think about what sort of theme, you know, if it, if, if there was a theme for the month or for the quarter, that's kind of how we would base it off of. And then we'd say, okay, well, you know, this woman, you know, runs that type of business or is connected in this way. And so try to pull those like-minded again around kind of a theme. So one of the things we're working on for 2023 is we haven't really done a lot around the financial side of owning a business. Uh, and you would have expect that, right? We're a bank. <laughs> and so <laughs> we, we've done a survey within the collective to say, hey, if we did some uh, events around financial, you know, issues and owning a business, what would you want to know? And mm-hmm. so we've started to weed through those surveys and, and um, the feedback from the collective. And now we're going to put together something that will probably go across, I don't know, three, four or five different events, kind of a series of events um, kicking off in the first of the year. Mm-hmm. So you just stay tuned for what you might see. Great. Now, April, you keep mentioning Becca, the director of marketing <laughs> at Studio Bank. And who before we went live, I'm giving her a huge shout out. I want to brag on this young lady. So, um, um, Becca Fuquay yes. is the marketing director at yep. Studio, and probably about seven or eight, nine years ago, she was the teller at Avenue Bank before yep. Avenue was acquired, mm-hmm. and then it was acquired by Pinnacle, and then was my teller. And I was one of those people who would every now and then go in the bank just because I like to talk to people and yep. you know all that good stuff. And she was always so sweet and nice. I'm like this young lady is. So personable. I, I hope she does well in life or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, you never oh, know when yeah. someone's being a teller, what their future, what yeah. they want to do. Then one day, right when studio was opening, um, there was, I don't know, it was a sneak peek of your new offices or if it was an actual event. Becca was there. I'm going, oh my God, you're the girl. <laughs> I'm, like, you're at studio. I'm so excited that you're at Studio Bank. And, uh, and I have watched her go from teller over the past six years, I guess now, mm-hmm. to... Marketing director, now, VP of yeah, VP of marketing, yeah, yeah VP of marketing. So yep. I just love how y'all grow people. Yep. And watching all the my friends who work at Studio, how they well, even you, you know, you started yeah. out at here, <laughs> and now you've like blossomed into eight different 
Yep. <laughs> Director roles. Yep. Well, it's a growing company. So there's always going to be opportunities as we grow. Right. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, we tell people like, you know, inside the company, let us know, let your leader know, what do you want to do? What do yeah. you want to be? I mean, we, we talk, we spend a lot of time, you know, talking about um, career development within our sort of performance management process. We try to meet with everyone at least quarterly, um, touch and base with, you know, that person and their, and their leader. Um, and some of that is, you know, what's going on in their to do's and how are they doing all their goals? But a, a portion of that is also spent on their career development. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I mean, promoting from within is extremely important and has served us well and also served a lot of our team really well too. And how she's many, just one example of that. Y- yeah. Yeah. And that's great. How many employees are at studio now? 85 as of today. Oh my gosh. And how many, yeah. when y'all started out? In so let's see. So 2018, well, it was kind of an interesting time because we had, 12 people that kind of were, were in the process of uh, the founding process, if that makes sense, like that founding year and a half. Um, and so when we, we got our approval, then we quickly onboarded, gosh, another 25 within a few months. So it, it went from 12 to about 35 pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, but that's because the bank's open. Now it's time to actually turn all the systems on and, mm-hmm. you know. So when you have to grow your employee base that quickly <laughs> is... It all hands on deck on reaching out to all of your contacts oh, or was it just yeah. Aaron reaching out? Oh yeah. No, from, from day one of, you know, when you're, when you're sitting down at, I'll never forget this, you know, it's April 3rd, 2017. You have to picture us in a, um, one big room that's borrowed by the way, from one of our investors. And we're sitting around looking at each other saying, well, here we go. You know, <laughs> now, a lot of conversations, a lot of conversations lead you to that, you know, April 3rd date, but really April 3rd was our first day that we were really actually employed by, you know, what the version of studio bank before it was officially a bank, but we're sitting around talking about, well, what do we need to do? And you know, the little things come up like, Oh, we need some office supplies. So there's a funny story about office supplies. I can tell you too, but so we decided to make a list of like, okay, what are the things we need to do in the next like two weeks, right? So you kind of write that on a board because there's some immediate things you got to do when you're just getting started. And then we started to expand that two week to, all right, what do we need to get done, you know, to get approved, right? And so that was a whole wall of post-it notes. I wish I had pictures to show you all today, but it's really <laughs> Isn't it funny how you think you're going to document stuff yeah. and you just don't. It, it was, a, it was moving a, too fast. Uh, yeah, it was a wall of post-it notes that eventually got into a spreadsheet and that, you know, got it our way. But yeah, the funny thing about office supplies is Harry and I left that day and said, well, we'll go to Office Depot. We'll get some office supplies. We're probably going to need some paper and pencils. And so we ordered online before we go. We go to pick it up. And one of the things we ordered was staplers. Well, in the box when we get there is a purple stapler and a pink stapler. And we kind of giggled ourselves because, you know, it's a bank. I mean, a purple and a pink stapler is kind of funny, you know, right. yeah. a little less business. But um, but we take them anyways and kind of giggle that they're colorful. And uh, we get back to the office and Richard Bynum was like, did we really need two staplers? We're sharing a table, April. Did we really need two staplers? I was like, I don't know. Well, if one person was stapling some papers, somebody else might need to do it. He was like, wow. <laughs> you know, but again, you don't know what you need the first day. Yeah, so yeah. yeah, we had a uh, paper, a couple staplers, some pens, and a, I think a two drawer filing cabinet. And that was, uh, that was, and the, you're uh, off to the races. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Off, the off races, to the races. So. <laughs> I hope you still have that purple and pink uh, stapler. For sure. And I, I made sure Richard, um, actually, since he was the one that made fun of me for spending the money on the second stapler, <laughs> he owns the pink stapler and in my office is the purple stapler. Nice. So those are That's foundational cool. items that hopefully will, you know, go in the museum one of these days. That's right. That's right. <laughs> so. Hi, I'm Harry Allen, co-founder and chief relationship officer of Studio Bank. Studio Bank is passionate about what our members create. 
and we're here to support you through the process. We provide capital and services to build businesses. We offer mortgage and home loan options, whether you're a first-time home buyer or purchasing your fifth home. We work with artists to reach their audiences. We help nonprofits transform our community. And often, the most important work we do is simply empowering individuals to pursue their dreams. We're here because what you create matters. Let's create something together. Visit studiobank.com. Member FDIC, equal housing lender, NMLS number 1761767. So how many customers do you guys oh, have? Gosh, I'll just say thousands. That's probably nice. the easiest way to say okay. it. Thousands. Yeah. And you're one of the few banks that really don't have like a drive up teller or anything like that. We don't, you know, the world's changed a lot mm-hmm. in the last, you know, 10, 15 years. So, so much more is digital. Right. And so the, the amount of folks that are actually walking into a branch these days, except Christy, Christy's still coming in, right? Are you still coming in? <laughs> I really don't. <laughs> okay. Oh, darn. See, you've even changed. You know, I'm, I'm like, so, I, I mean, I love those mobile deposits it really now. Is easy. I mean, it's just like, okay. But really, if you think about it, mobile has probably, I mean, in, in a, what I would say in a local bank has probably really been strong the last 10 years, mm-hmm. right? L- larger banks probably had mobile deposit before that. But so it, it does mean that your traffic walking into a bank is actually a little bit slower, mm-hmm. but there's so much more digital on the phone. You know, we're yeah. doing virtual meetings, that sort of thing. So yeah, we have um, that little deposit machine that you just exactly sucks so the, the check in the and drive through. And you know, we just, we haven't needed it yet. Luckily we've been in an urban area, been down in the Gulch and, I don't think as many people expect the drive-through as you get out into yeah. you know the suburbs and things like that. It's probably a little bit more expected, but but our newest location we just opened in Franklin. And, yeah, um, tell us about a little bit about that. Yeah, so uh, we actually um, you know there's we we had been doing business in Williamson County for the last few years, and and then a year ago we hired several bankers in that area and said, well, um, now that we have the bankers, let's get the, an actual location, and so. That opened officially just a few weeks ago. Mm-hmm. I guess, uh, what is it, July? I'm trying to remember what day it is. Yeah, today. it was July. like the end of July. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so that's, it's been a, a great to actually put, you know, a flag, you know, in the ground in Williamson County. Again, even though we were doing business there, we were already connected there. Um, it really now, I think, takes that uh, forward in a, in a more powerful way. Well, Heather, now we're just talking about your location there off of uh, McEwen. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, next to Brick Tops and um, I love Whole that Foods area. and all that. Yep. It's just so easy. And it's convenient. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it convenient. Is. Yep. Mm-hmm. We, lo- we love the area and just excited about what's to come for, for that county. So, and we, and we made that a second headquarters. So instead of just putting a branch in Williamson County, we actually put a second headquarters there. So we wanted that to make a statement to say, we're really, we're here. So our executive team, we, we split our time between Franklin and Nashville. So we, we tend to you know go back and forth because we have teams in both locations, but we're really trying to make an investment in both areas. So will you bounce back and forth between I both? Will, yeah. Do you live in Williamson County? I live in Williamson. Live in- so okay. I'm really close to that McEwen location, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I've commuted my whole career. Right. So commuting is not that, you know, not too big a deal for me. So yeah, I spend probably half my week in, in, in each location. Are you from Nashville? I can't remember. Uh, 21 years. Okay. Okay. Uh, 21 years and Memphis originally. So my hey, husband. So okay. 21 <gasps> years from Memphis. Not really. Wow. Yes. We'll have to talk about those stories too then. Right. Oh. I bet there's some good ones yeah, there. Yeah. We just, we, you know, my husband and I were both wanting to do something different. I'd never lived anywhere but Memphis. I went to college mm-hmm. there, the whole thing. He went to UT. Um, okay. And so when he came home from school, he was wanting to go, you know, try something different. And 
April's saying that because I'm wearing she's orange got her and white today. Today. <laughs> I've got my orange toenails painted. She's you ready. know, she's kick ready. off this kick off on Thursday for the first yep. game and of I, the year. And, and I just dropped my oldest daughter off at UT just a week ago <laughs> to move into school. So is she a freshman? She's a freshman. Oh yep. my gosh. Yeah. You're going to have a freshman next year? Yes, next yeah. year. I had one year before last, and then I'll have one next year. Oh, fun times. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> fun times indeed. Well, that's cool. That you, Going back to our topic at a hand. Yeah. Of, oh, yeah. Where were uh, we? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> go Tigers, go. Yeah, Fellow Memphian. I have to throw that in there. there we're talking go. about sports. I love it. I love it. <laughs> All right. So... Thinking, you know, most people think bankers is pretty buttoned down and, you know, not, not that <laughs> We're fun. fun. I mean, You're fun. I've got leopard so shoes fun. on. I know. I've got the most does. awesome shoes. She walked in and I was like, stop the presses. I need to know where you got those awesome shoes. Tell us just something funny, a funny banking story or bizarre okay. or crazy or well, whatever. Well, uh, you know, we've had several. And, uh, you know, when I kind of go back in my memory of funny stories, um, several of them are from that those early days, yeah. right? When you're starting a company and, and again, you, you end up at Office Depot and you're buying two staplers, right? You really only needed one or maybe zero, who knows? But also in right before we were that April 3rd moment, we were officially sitting around as a team and we were having some meetings before that. Right. And, and we were in stealth mode, right. We didn't want anyone to know that we were starting a bank or, or to hear uh, unless, unless you were in that circle of, of, you know, of circle of trust that, that can know about it. So there was a day that we were meeting our attorney to have a conversation. We're in stealth mode. Uh, we don't want to be seen together. So we're driving into this building and there's three of us in the car together. And one of them, one of the, one of the folks said, oh, no, I see so-and-so behind us in the car, which was somebody we knew. And we thought, oh, you know, how we're going to end up running into this person. And you got to explain why we're all together. And so as we were driving into the parking garage, uh, we decided that we would get out and go into different doors of the of this uh, this building. So maybe we wouldn't be seen together, right? So as we did that, and, you know, we're kind of giggling along the way, well, as I walk into the, the building, I hit the elevator button. And when the doors open, <laughs> they're the two people that I just dropped off no. to try to go into different doors. <laughs> they're in the elevator with the person we said we don't want to run into. So now we're all four in the same elevator and like, hi. <laughs> Awkwardly, what are y'all doing together? <laughs> and so we all just kind of smiled and no one really said a whole lot. And, you know, the elevator gets off of the different floors. And um, Was that person getting off first? I uh, hope. They did. Okay, and, good. And, and, I la- and I later got a text of, um, hey, uh, uh, interesting seeing y'all together. I was like, mm-hmm, yep, yep. We're just just working on a little something. <laughs> and I just left it at that because, you know, we couldn't say anything at that point. Um, but it was a funny day just to see, you know, everybody's faces when that elevator door opened. It was like, oh, shoot, we tried so hard. Yeah. And here we are all <laughs> right. Here we busted. go. <laughs> but there was many moments like that that, uh, you know, we were trying to stay quiet and um, because it seemed like as we got going, the more that people saw us out in the community, the more the stories and the PR folks would pick up a story. And, you know, we were trying to tell the story as we were ready to tell the story right. because, you know, we had to, and you want thought- to control the narrative yeah, too. Had to, yeah. Be thoughtful of how that, that unfolded. But did you anyways. all come of those three, you and the two other, were y'all coming from the same bank? We were. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So the founding team, the, uh, there was five or six of us. I hope I didn't leave anybody out, um, from the, the original founding team, uh, that, that started pulling this together. And then, you know, that again, went to about 12 of us officially in that first founding year and a half. And then 
turn into 30, turn, you know? Yeah. So, um, so I'd say there's several on the kind of founding team, because even if you weren't there before we got the regulatory approval, a lot of those folks who walked in kind of day one were definitely part of the founding sure. of this company, right? You couldn't have done it without them. Right. So, mm-hmm. right. Yeah. It takes, it takes a village. Yes. For 100%. sure. So April, when you're not banking, what do you do on your non-banking time? <laughs> well, there's not a lot of that non-banking <laughs> time. Yeah. In all, today's with, world, with, we're so connected. We are. You know, I would say travel. I, oh. You know, a few years ago, I told my husband, I said, you know, we, we he owns a business as well. And I said, you know, if we're not careful, we're going to wake up and our kids are going to have, you know, moved out of the house and we're going to have missed some of these moments with them. And I, I love that we work as hard as we do. I, I love my job. and love being an entrepreneur. And so does he. But we don't want to miss out on that family time, too. And so uh, we started traveling probably four or five years ago, more intentionally, I would say, mm-hmm. uh, where we were making a list of all the places we kind of wanted to go, kind of that dream list. And so we hit several national parks in the last few years. We've gone to some places in the Caribbean. We've gone out of the country. We've kind of been a little bit all over. So we go on four or five trips a year. Yeah. Uh, my husband still tell if he's listening to this, he's going to say, I can't take off that much, April. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, but I take all my PTO yeah. uh, and I, you know, I think as business owners, uh, sometimes we think we can't take time off and yes, when I take a week off, does it mean I'm going to work a little extra the week before and a little extra sure. on the week after a hundred percent I am. And am I probably working those Dang, hours I yep. just took off, right? Yeah. Yeah. But I want to have, if I'm going to take a week off, I want to have that solid 40 hours back for my family. Mm -hmm. And so I try really hard not to work on PTO. I've quit taking my computer with me on trips. That started, you know, a couple of years ago after we really got out of that startup mode. But, um, and I'm now trying to really um, impress that on my leaders that are on my teams to say, we've got to take time off. Nice. It's, it's time, right? We've got mm-hmm. the company to a point where everybody has a backup now. So there's no reason why we can't take the time off. And by the way, one little tidbit you guys may not know about that we just started a year ago that also helps folks take trips. We have a um, four-year anniversary bonus that we give every team member in our company. Oh, wow. So when you hit four years, you get a $5,000 grossed up so it's grossed up to a little over six thousand so you get the full five thousand to go and use with you your family you and your friends wow, you by yourself that's amazing wow, that like, you know, we've awesome. had some take solo trips that go off the grid and you know just by themselves we have some that take their families some that take extended families um but that five thousand is hopefully to allow them to go and and us i said them it is us too to to take time off and that's every four years so it's not just at year four. Oh wow it's that's gonna incredible. be at year eight and 12 and right and this was Aaron. That's right from Aaron's ideas, you know, a year or so ago. He said, let's come up with unique things we can do um, as benefits for working as, you know, yeah, and building this great company together. And so that was one of his ad- ideas. And um, I love that it is inspiring folks to spend that time with friends and family or, again, by themselves if they want to go off and, and, you know, have some solo time. I think it's well, really and important. And I just love when I hear about companies investing in their people. Yes. And it couldn't be more obvious today how much you need to invest in your people yep. because it's just hard to keep employees, yep. you know, and I, I doubt if y'all have had much attrition not there. A of, yeah. Not a lot of turnover. Yeah, yeah. that's no. wonderful. No. Wonderful. Okay. So as we wrap it up, let's talk about three takeaways you want Ooh. people to know about studio bank or banking or anything of that nature that would help them make a decision whether they want to become a new studio bank mm-hmm. customer yeah. or, or an existing customer. 
So I think one of the things that I get asked a lot when I'm out and about is if you've seen our website, it's very creative. Mm-hmm. It's, the, you know, it's, it looks different than most bank mm-hmm. websites, right? It's great photography and on it. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we had someone take, go out and take local shots of, you know, local Nashville. Um, and we also wanted it to be local Nashville that if you lived here, you knew where the places were. Dragon Park is on the Yeah. So we didn't want it to be the traditional, maybe touristy spots, but we wanted it to be a, a real reflection of, of Nashville. But one of the things that as soon as you go across the website, it says empowering creators. Mm-hmm. And a lot of folks, when they see creator, they think, oh, they're really supporting the creative class, right? And so they think, well, maybe that bank's not for me because I'm not an artist or a, a painter or a dancer. But the word is actually creator. And so we, we see everyone as a creator. So we serve everyone, by the way. It's not just creatives, although I think the creatives really enjoy us. But we say creator because we see that every human is a creator, whether you're creating a business a family, a better life for yourself, you're creating code, you're creating, you know, writing a song. I mean, you think about all the ways in which we can be creators. So the bank is for everyone. So I guess that's probably one of the things that I get, you know, I'll get that question a good bit. So I like to share. Two is that it's a local bank. And for some, they don't really understand why does that matter, right? Mm -hmm. Well, the way a bank works, you bring your deposit, right? You have a checking account or savings account with us. And our job is to keep those assets safe for you, but also to loan those assets out. So if you're putting your checking account at Studio Bank, your money is getting reinvested back into this city, into businesses that are right here. So you can feel really great about that. So if your local city is really important to you and and supporting that, then banking locally is going to be important as well. Mm -hmm. So, and we have hundreds, we're, we're owned by hundreds of local investors. So it's just a different, different than, than, you know, the, I guess, banking at a larger regional bank, that makes sense. Right. So So I was going to ask you this earlier and I forgot, but um, with the, influx of new Nashvillians over the past two years. Yeah. Have y'all had a surge of new people to Nashville who found you or they stayed more with their traditional national banks? Yeah. Or? You know, I think we've seen a little bit of both of those. I think when people move or, or they're going through life changes, right? A marriage, baby, et cetera, moving. Um, that's when they're more open to probably changing their banking or their relationship because they might be coming from another city that maybe doesn't have their bank or, um, but yeah, so I, I don't know that I've got like specific stats on, you know, how many of our clients are were the new to Nashville, yeah. but we definitely see an influx of the new folks coming here. Gotcha. Yeah. And as they get connected again, because of the way we've formed the bank to be kind of that nexus point for people to make connections, not just with the women's collective, but you know, just in general, a lot of people get referred to us just for the, the sheer connection point of, mm-hmm. Hey, you need to know Harry Allen. You need to know Aaron Dorn, you know, here, here are those folks in town you need to know. And so that brings a lot more new clients to the bank as well. Right. Well, so. and I would say the third takeaway would be the women's collective. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I mean, well, of course. If yes. you don't have to be a, I, I didn't know that that no. it could. You don't have to be necessarily a a bank customer. You don't. No. So open to anyone. And what's your website? Uh, studiobank.com. That's so easy. Yes. There you go. So check out the women's <laughs> collective. Just check yes. out the bank on studiobank.com. I yep. mean, it's a, it's a great one. And April, I. Number one, I cannot thank Studio Bank enough for sponsoring the Moving Up podcast. Can't thank you you're enough welcome. for joining us you're today. Welcome. We just have learned so much, and you're just a just darling. In thank addition you. to being brilliant thank and you. awesome, and everybody, if you have 
any questions for Heather or myself mm-hmm. or for April yeah. as well. Yeah. Find me on LinkedIn. You can fi- find yep. her on LinkedIn, April go. Britt. Yep. Or email us at podcast at wilsongroupralestate.com. Hope everyone has a great day and we'll see you next time. Thank you. Recognized as a nationally ranked top 150 accounting firm, Alexander Thompson Arnold CPAs serves Tennessee, Arkansas, Kentucky, and Mississippi by providing accounting, tax, and consulting services for clients ranging from small to medium-sized businesses. ATA offers several services other than traditional accounting to the Nashville area, such as technology solutions, litigation support, business valuations, marketing strategies, HR consulting, retirement plans, and third-party administration. Contact ATA partner David Hart by calling 615-662-2727 or visit them online at atacpa.net. Hey, if you're loving the show, go find that little follow button on your podcast app. This will ensure you won't miss a single episode. Until next time.